What is good, ladies and gentlemen? We hope you're having a fantastic day. We are out here on the White with Some Spice podcast. My name is Rob. And my name is Bharath. And today's episode is going to be all about the importance and the necessity for sacrifices. Well, you, you know about the sacrifices, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I think everyone was exposed to sacrifices at some point in their life whether it be like a silly meaning or like a genuinely meaningful thing. But for me growing up, it sounds funny, but I was first introduced to the concept of sacrifices, you know, while playing Yu-Gi-Oh. So Yu-Gi-Oh is this card game where the whole concept is you want to win. So you obviously want to win the card game. Of course, yeah. But the way you play is you can summon monsters, right? They're like three-star, four-star monsters. But then there's also super powerful monsters like seven-stars, like eight-star, nine-star. But in order to play those really, really big, powerful monsters, you need to sacrifice, you know, weaker monsters. You know, growing up, I, that never really made sense to me. It's like, why would I willingly sacrifice two cards to play one card? And to me, that was like completely bewildering. And then obviously, you know, when my friend explained it, you know, oh, you sacrifice these two not as powerful monsters and you can summon this really, really good monster that has these crazy effects and can do a lot more damage in general. You know, as a kid, I was kind of like, whatever, I guess. Like, that's cool. I see the point. But if it's to win, I'll do it. Right? That monster is more important to your end goal. Yeah, it's that's, just more that's, the, whole, that's yeah. the whole thing about... In that game, it requires a lot of sacrifice to get the edge on your opponent. And that's how you win. But if you take a step back, you can kind of apply that to life in general, right? You know, you sacrifice the small things and you try to put it forth to the larger picture, the bigger goal. No matter what it may be, anything always can like attribute to the whole idea of your final goal. Something I've been trying to do recently is, um, see, this is something that I'm still in the process of doing, mm -hmm. to be honest. But it's like you write down 20 things that you think are your goals, right? Quote right. unquote, or things that you want to accomplish. Let's say you're 2022. This is a good time to do it. Mm -hmm. Write down 20 things you want. And then start deleting shit off that list until you get to like five. Mm -hmm. And then those are your actual five and just ignore everything else. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like at the core of things, for people to reach their full... Oh, everyone is just chasing like self-fulfillment, right? right? At the end of the day, you have like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Obviously, you need the basics fulfilled, right? Yeah. Food, water, sex, shelter, etc. <laughs> yeah. Then you have... I don't know exactly, but I think it's your it's then it's like entertainment, like general things that'll keep you happier in life. And then you have the very top, like which is essentially what things. everyone's trying to reach, right? It's that like the Gucci bag self fulfillment. And that comes from that core, that mm -hmm. like three to five things that are truly important to you. And then when you accomplish those, then everything else starts making sense and kind of falling into place. And that's kind of like the kind of ties into what you're saying about the sacrifices. Like you have these weak goals or like these weak cards mm -hmm. and it's like, fuck that just kind of ignore it right delete it don't worry about you, it and yeah. just focus on the the primary tasks you know and looking back at my life when i just think about you know what i've sacrificed for and how it's like affected me I, I see a lot of benefit in just purely like sacrificing things in general so when i was growing up like i i got really really into soccer and you know like i was never the biggest kid i was never the fastest kid i never made the smartest plays and by no means was I like, you know, any way gifted or any shape form. I was very average, right? And to me, I really, really wanted to do this. Like you said, it was like, 
probably one of the, it's probably one of the two things I had written down to get good at, to, to pursue that goal. And, you know, like when I started, I, I casually did it like, you know, every once in a while, once, a, once a week, twice a week, but like, I didn't really see the results I wanted. Right. So I talked to my dad and I was like, dad, like, I really want to get good at soccer, like, but I don't know the next steps. And he just, you know, said hard work and consistency. And I was like, like, I don't, I didn't really understand what that really meant at a young age, but you know, I know that, okay. So based on what he said to me, I'm going to have to practice more and I'm gonna have to think a little deeper. Right. But what I didn't realize that if I wanted to practice more and think a little deeper, I would have to sacrifice in some areas that I didn't necessarily want to. Like at that age, I absolutely loved going outside and playing with my friends. You know, like whether it be like tag, dodgeball, we've had this game called Run the Bases. Like that was, I loved it so much, like so, so much. But doing those things weren't necessarily my goals in life or at that moment in my life. And I think when I slowly started to sacrifice spending time playing those games with my friends, you know, spending time playing video games with my friends, just kind of vibing and casually doing things, and I poured more time and effort into soccer, I got pretty good pretty quickly. But I didn't see the results immediately, right? And I think that's where a lot of people tend to quit because they're like, oh, like, you know, I spent a month doing this. I sacrificed social time. I sacrificed fun. I sacrificed good food. I have no results. Fuck this. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm going to go back to whatever. And I think that also comes into play with the whole concept of delayed gratification. Like sacrifice ties hand in hand with that, right? If you sacrifice, you know, what you like the now that makes you happy now for what you want in the future, I see that as a good thing. And that plays right into the idea of, you know, delayed gratification. You put the work in, the hours in now, and you get the benefits later, right? It may not be necessarily immediate, right? I feel like most people can relate to having something in their life that they're passionate about, mm -hmm. regardless of what it is, right? Everyone's interests are different, but when you find that thing that you're really passionate about, the sacrifices kind of come naturally yeah it's like i don't know a lot of people are very let's just use fucking video games <laughs> right so okay. let's say you're really into like valorant right mm -hmm. or league of legends and you're like i want to get really good at this game because all your friends play it and you want to flex you're gonna wake up you're gonna play the game for eight hours a day and you're gonna go back to sleep and you're gonna <laughs> wake up and you're gonna repeat it yeah i've been there and then i realized like okay this is not what's actually important to me but in the process of doing all that you're sacrificing almost everything else in your life right because like that game is just eating away your time but in exchange for that you're having you have the actual grind going mm -hmm. and like people who are on their grind like it's like it goes hand in hand like they subconsciously it just when you find that thing that you really want to achieve or you're really passionate about the sacrifice will come naturally but then you also have the the weird gray area where people want to do something but they can't really bring themselves to do it mm -hmm. it's like for example Let's say we've always wanted to start this podcast, right? But we've only recently actually launched it. Right. And it did take sacrifices to even get to where we are now. We had mm -hmm. to cut out a lot of stuff in our life because when you're in that routine, then you're trying to bring something new in, like a podcast. And you're, it's something that we genuinely both wanted to do, right? Something that we were like, okay, we want to get this going. But without, without the sacrifices, we would never have made time for all the steps that we need to build these bricks to like right, actually yeah. release these episodes and like do all this editing record stuff we can take a look i think the best example is elon musk this dude 
insane. I don't even think he's human at this point. His whole like thing is to you know go to Mars and colonize Mars and like launch a rocket pretty often to go to Mars and stuff like that. He's also trying to completely get rid of fossil fuels. He's trying to better the whole like trans trans damn what's it called transplanetary Tra- trans, no transportation system just on oh, Earth. transportation yeah like the whole okay. tunnels underneath right but you know he can't do these things and do everything else that people do right like this guy sacrificed his youth he sacrificed everything he had to pursue his dreams and ambitions and he's doing it he has huge ambitions yeah, for when sure. you look back 20 years ago like i remember people clowning him for like he was like i'm making electric cars you should buy in tesla was in the negatives news reporters would come up journalists would come up and absolutely just clown him but like now look at him like dude is one of the i think what he's the richest second richest he's, he's the there. richest right now he's the I richest think. person i in mean the he, world. he overtook jeff bezos but yeah like but like look at what he's doing but he had to give everything he sleeps in his office his that whole man's life is work which you know like to him if that's truly what he wants to do then he has to sacrifice everything to create these innovations create these things that are so hard to even imagine like five years ago i wouldn't genuinely believe that there'd be self-driving cars but he did it because yeah. he gave up everything I mean, he has it. a rocket to mars <laughs> like he's crazy but there is such thing as sacrificing too much well he Elon Musk is one extreme end of the yeah. spectrum, right? If you're going to argue anyone has sacrificed too much, like, it, it, he's a good argument for that. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's crazy. Because he's achieved almost... He's the richest person in the world, and he's still grinding. Yeah. Because his vision is just beyond any of our comprehensions. <laughs> I don't you know think he saying? cares about the money. I think the money is just a means to his end goal. Well, like, I agree. Yeah. I think the money just comes because he starts doing stuff that he's actually passionate about. Yeah. And yeah, obviously his focus is not the money. He's trying to literally advance the human race, right? But like, like what do you? Sorry, oh, sorry, you got it. You okay. got it. <laughs> so I was gonna ask you what you thought of people because obviously, um, so like I was saying, Elon Musk is one extreme end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. and then I also have friends who I've talked to about this kind of stuff as well, and I've heard as well from one of our friends that it's like I'm trying to think how he phrased it. So some people have really big ambitions and they're willing to sacrifice a lot versus some people are not willing to sacrifice a lot and do not have the biggest of ambitions, but that's not necessarily a bad thing if that makes them happy. Right. So Mm -hmm. you have some people who are like, okay, I'm going to make my comfortable job, like six figures, whatever. I'm never going to be rich. I'm never going to have a yacht. I'm never going to do anything crazy like Elon Musk, like changing the whole game. Right. Like I'm never going to do something that groundbreaking but I'm going to be comfortable and I'm going to have time. I'm going to have a good work-life balance. I'm going to do what I want. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of the day, like, okay, I'm going to be happy, right? I'm going to be okay with this. Yeah. I guess that comes down to personal values, right? And yeah. Your own like personal philosophy on what to do in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's how I interpret it at least. Cause me personally, it's also like, he's a good friend, but I completely disagree with that. Right. It's not something that resonates with me. But I understand where he's coming from, you know what I'm saying? I think it just kind of depends on the way you grew up, right? It's, I don't, I don't know when, you know, you become ambitious or hardworking or whether it just be, you know, you living life. But it's like those things come from deep within and they're rooted at a very young age. I feel like the reason I'm so ambitious and I have very high standards for myself and I'm willing to throw everything away 
is because I grew up pretty bad at everything. Like, I feel like no matter what I tried, first try, like, I always sucked. Whether it be school, whether it be sports. So I knew from early school especially. So like I knew at a very early age that I need to sacrifice a lot and put a lot of hours in if I truly want to be good at something. You really need to lock in. Yeah. Like I, and, and, I, and when I look at my brother, like I'm not dissing my brother here, but it just felt like everything came so, so easy to him. Like no matter what it was, school, sports, like all these things. And I was so jealous because, you know, he would go to school, you know, not necessarily dick around, but he just wouldn't try super, super hard. I feel like at least, but you know, he'd come back straight A's, AP kid. And like, there's me, like I was like level two, level one. And I was like struggling to get B's and C's. And I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm stupid by any means, but it's just, I think those things, because I was so bad at everything, made me want to work hard and made me willing to be okay to sacrifice a lot of things to get what I truly wanted. That's true. I mean, over the course of a few years, because we're also still young right yeah. now, but later in life, you start seeing the people who actually like kept their head down and grinded yeah. versus the people that kind of just things came easy to them, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was in your brother's classes because yeah. I, I used to be an, a scholar. Yeah, right? now you fell off. <laughs> I used to be very scholastic, but I was in his classes. Obviously, he's very smart, right? Mm-hmm. He's still doing very well for himself, but then it's also like, the thing the grind shows too mm-hmm. like for example like sports might have come easier but like now like i would say you're much more athletic than him right well, like, he could he could sauce me in racquetball like nine times out of ten. Oh, he's all, nice at racquetball he's nice bro he's nice he's just he's really good at a lot of things you just wouldn't expect it true true yeah the physique though dude those long arms man they're lethal but anyways I think another really interesting touching like talking point would be, you know, like what do you believe is like the ultimate sacrifice? Like what, what is the, like, it's like, like this sacrifice is like the most you can possibly do for somebody. Well, it must be like probably starting a family, right? Yeah. Cause that's, that's when your life is no longer really your own. Mm -hmm. That's when, your focus in your life completely shifts because every parent will tell you like they'll jump in front of a bullet for their offspring you know what i'm saying like their life it's not even a thought yeah you know what i'm saying like if it was ever if ever came down to like their life or their kids like they would sacrifice themselves without a doubt Mm -hmm. but even beyond that once you once you give birth to kids right or once you have children your focus just shifts, right? Because now everything you do is for them. You're focused on raising them up to be good. You almost start living like vicariously. Yeah. I don't know. You. I, I mean, when I look at it, it's like, I agree, right? My parents, I think, made the truly the biggest sacrifice anyone could make. So my mom was, you know, like super smart, super talented on her way to get her PhD and dropped it. She dropped it for me and my brother. To have us to raise us to be like a stay-at-home mom she, yeah or? she so my parents you know originally lived in india grew up in india all their family and friends everything they knew was in india but they happily threw it all away for me and my brother to live a much much better life like my mom gave up on her phd she's like i'm gonna raise these kids to be the best possible kids in existence my dad uprooted his whole life came here started working a nine to five my dad hates nine to fives with a passion but he stuck through it just to provide for us 
so we what was live. he doing in india uh, my dad was pretty much it's like a tech startup he was just coding having fun with his friends he, he was good he was really good at what he did but he got the opportunity to come to america like on a work visa to work for a company doing like database entry and like all that stuff so he took it because it's like my kids are gonna be much much better off than i was so like the fact that they willingly just threw away their whole lives just so me and my brother have a better chance at success and happiness they're willing to go through that like discomfort the, yeah. of yeah it's it's hell man stuff it's like you don't have anybody no one has your back here well that's true that's all a lot of people who are minorities and their parents have gone through the same thing it's and it's like when you think about it it's like realistically what more could you like sacrifice like they gave everything to me and my brother that's true but that also just goes with the whole shift like once you have children mm -hmm. your focus shifts right because okay like if if my mom took the easy way she would have just stayed in china right yeah and they would have just raised me up in china and then with the way the world is progressing now like i'll be in a way worse spot like i'd be some chinese kid right now <laughs> okay no, i wouldn't say bad but you wouldn't be lucky to be an american i would not be that yeah. lucky and that would be that would be terrible that would be fucking horrible bro <laughs> no, i'm just thinking about the possibility of that just being American, even you too yeah. like you'd be pretty screwed if you grew up in india like your quality of life would be probably like trash compared to what yeah. it is right now right i don't know i think a lot of people just take it for granted living in america like yeah every country has its problems but like this is the best country to have to end deal with its problems than anywhere else like america is kind of a whack country but being from yeah. america is a flex yeah it's like but like our parents willingly made that sacrifice and it's like if someone asked me to uproot my life like right now i'm 22 right if they ask me to uproot my life and move to a different place at a better chance of life i'll say no like nine times out of ten because everything i know is here well nowhere is better than america yeah, but like hypothetically america right? is the flex if I was honestly, if I was in China right now and they were like, "Oh, you're 22. Like, is it time to come to America?" I'd be like, "Yo, maybe, maybe, maybe it's time. <laughs> maybe it's time." But yeah, I mean, obviously we're in America, but it's like if someone asked me to do that, I don't think that's possible for me. But I think since we're not parents, like, what do you think? Like for you, what do you think the biggest sacrifice you've made or you plan on making is? Dude, honestly, I feel like a lot. At least in recent times. And as well as something that I probably continue to sacrifice, like my social life took a pretty big hit because I, I came into college. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like parties, mm -hmm. alcohol, like this shit's crazy. Yeah, the fun stuff. So I'm out here like drinking every day, like smoking mm -hmm. every day. Being a DJ. Yeah, like multiple times a day and I'm just faded all the time. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is the life right here. I joined like a frat, you know, yeah. it's cool, right? You, just partying in general, like all these, whatever. It's just like drunk <laughs> college students, right? Everyone's happy. There's loud music. Even outside of that, I, I would just be way more social. Even like yesterday I went to the bar, right? Mm -hmm. So for the first time in a long time, the last time I went out anywhere was going to the club for uh, like Wani's girlfriend's birthday, right? One of our friends. Like three months ago. That was like a fat minute yeah. ago. So I drank those like three drinks and I was like, oh shit. Like <laughs> I started stumbling around and shit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel like my biggest sacrifice when I started focusing up on my goals was to kind of sober up and coming with sober, uh, sobering up. Like if you're in college, especially at this age, like 
that actually does take hard. a hit. It does take a hit. One, it's difficult to do, but two, it takes a hit on your social life because a lot of people these days, when you're in college, like I totally get it. Like people are just out here drinking mm-hmm. and like kind of procrastinating, figuring out their life until <laughs> after they graduate. Right. Yeah. But that's something I recently, I fell off a lot, like on the social, the social wave. I haven't really, haven't really been out. I keep my circle like pretty small. Even the people I saw yesterday, like high school friends, like really good friends. We had a really good conversation for like three hours, right? It was mm-hmm. a good vibe, but I, I haven't seen them in a long time either. Yeah. And they're actually like pretty good friends too. And that's just like the sacrifices that do you think made. it's worth it? The sacrifice you've made? Like, do you think it's like helping you in the long term? Like right now, do you see the benefits? I would think so because when I used to, when I used to be a degenerate and just be like <laughs> faded all the time, mm-hmm. I felt like my life was fine, but that's also because I had so many substances. <laughs> like I was on yeah. so much shit all the time as well. So I felt like things were going well, but like when I took a step back and I was like, okay, I'm going to stop drinking and shit. And I'm going to stop like smoking all the time. I'm going to focus on like working out and like fixing my body, better body, better mind. You know what I'm saying? They're kind of connected. Like mm-hmm. once I shifted my focus towards that, I'm like, okay, like I need the answers for like real life. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Not just the answers in college, but like I need to start finding the answers for the keys to success, making it in the real world after I graduate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the first half of my college career, so four years, right? The first two were pretty degenerate. And then the next two, I kind of fell off the social bandwagon and I started like focusing more on myself and just kind of keeping my head down and grinding and figuring out the stuff that I want to do. I would, I would say it's worth it though. I mean, that's something I probably continue to do as well. Cause like once I graduate, I still like I'm graduating this semester, right? I mean, you're yeah. graduating this semester too. Once we graduate, I'm still not going to have the answers. Like no one, if you have the answers at 22, they're the wrong answers. That's, that's like, true like as well. Just, unless you're some absolute freak of nature, you, you have to always be growing, but I'm I, trying to find the answers yeah. though, as soon as possible. But I do agree with you. I think that sacrificing your social life is super hard to do. But, and honestly, I think sacrificing my social life is both my biggest and best regret, which sounds kind of weird, but I think it's because I was never able to find a happy balance until recently. So I think freshman year, like I sacrificed everything else to be social because, you know, I was working so hard in high school, whether it be soccer in school, I'm an engineer right now. And that's like the last thing I should be doing. I can't be slipping up first semester. So I sacrificed, you know, school a little bit to have more fun, you know, chill with like my friends, party here and there, do whatever your normal normal college freshmen do. But then the next year I took it to the other extreme, like sophomore year, I had no friends. I literally just sat in my room and studied because I was like freshman year, I threw so hard. Let me switch it to the extreme, right? Which was also so, so, so miserable because it was just like hours and hours alone. And it was just so brutal and painful because... Where, where did you live sophomore year? I lived at home. I commuted. Oh, really? Like I fell off the earth. Like, I fell off the earth. Like, none of you guys even knew me for sophomore year, pretty much. Like, think oh, about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You never saw me. Now. now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. you were. And then it's like, I just... So, first semester, I was so over it. I was like, fuck it. I'm rushing a frat. And, you know, like obviously, it's a social frat. So, you know, there's like... You do... Like, you have fun a lot, right? But I think like that's probably one of the best things I could have done for myself in college because because of that frat, I was able to find like a happy medium of having like a social life 
and having, you know, like my serious life. And it's like I, I learned that I didn't need to sacrifice to the extremes to accomplish my goals. And I think I think learning learning that, especially in college, is a really, really good thing to do for yourself. Have you regretted anything that you sacrificed? Like looking back on it, you're like, damn, I wish I didn't sacrifice this much for this. Because like you did a lot of things, right? You played a lot of video games. You were like really, really good at euphonium. You were really smart in high school. <laughs> not really, to be honest. I, I try to not have these regrets. Because mm-hmm. like... I sacrificed the social life, which all makes sense because, like, I feel like I'm in the right position mm. right now. Even though I don't have everything figured out, I'm pretty satisfied with what my plan is and what my direction is for yeah. after college, at least the two, three years after college. So I'm, I'm pretty okay with that. You know, I'm at peace with that. Honestly, the only thing I regret in my whole life is probably not playing piano for. <laughs> Cause I, no. I can't even say I regret dropping piano because I played it for 10 years and then I went to band and I became like an all state euphonium yeah. player. Right. You could flex a little first chair, first chair region. I, I choked all state, oh. but I made all state. Oh my bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. But I was first chair region, which was already like crazy. Cause I came up out of nowhere. Yeah. You started band what sophomore year. Yeah. I came up out of nowhere and I clapped these. So fools. like, how'd you get so good? Like, do you just like, were you just good naturally or do you like sacrifice like a lot of time and effort and energy into it? Well, I was good naturally cause I had the mechanical prowess for okay. piano. Right. So just my hand eye coordination, like I had the finesse, I could read music mm-hmm. really easily because piano has way more notes than like any band instrument. Right. Cause mm-hmm. piano, you're playing two hands with mm-hmm. a shit ton of notes. Euphonium is seven different keys. Well, yeah, the euphonium is just like nine, playing one note yeah. at a time. You know, I mean, you can't play a chord on it on a euphonium. You're playing one note at a time, but yeah, I mean, it was also it was like natural talent plus the piano foundation plus I actually did grind a lot. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I really want to get good at this instrument, right? Because I like music, so mm-hmm. even the classical music we'd play in band, I was like, oh, this is kind of slapping, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, okay, I want to play well. And I just ended up auditioning and I ended up doing well my senior year, like my last year. Yeah, but but I should, the, literally the only thing I regret is probably just stopping piano because that would have helped me a lot right now yeah. with like beats and shit. I mean, regrets are inevitable in life, but I, again, the sacrifices are also inevitable in life. I think a lot of people, yeah, I know everyone's on their own timeline. Everyone, you know, figures it out at some point. But I think the earlier you realize that, oh, like, if I sacrifice X, Y, and Z here, I'll get this in return. But that's not necessarily always like a super, super positive thing to even think about because there's obviously are bad sacrifices in my opinion. And I think like sometimes I've seen a lot of people have some bad sacrifices in life in general. I don't want to say names specifically, but I've seen some of our friends sacrifice their school for fun. Like okay, some re- okay, some really good friends, like they they were I like see, I see where you're coming I, I kind of they were like I enjoy a comfortable, you know, happy life. I don't give a shit about school. That was something I I I was low key doing this freshman year. I still ended up doing okay. Mm-hmm. Like I never got really messed up in any of my classes, but I do the same thing sometimes. Like I I half ass an assignment and I'd be like, all right, it's Thursday, so it's time to go drink. <laughs> and I'd be out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I obviously I could just not drink and I could 
get a way better grade on the assignment, right? Mm-hmm. But as a freshman, like a dumb freshman, I do like the absolute bare minimum. So you're telling me you don't regret that? Because I think my biggest college regret was, you know, fucking around freshman year, sophomore year. I, I don't I don't know if I can regret it. Like, obviously, it was not the right move looking back. But then at the same time, like all the mistakes and the good plays you make in the in your past life, right? Mm-hmm. They lead you to where you are now. So I think what's most important is I'm happy with the direction I'm going and I'm happy with where I'm at now, even though I'm not at the end goal. So I can't say I regret it because let's say I, I don't know. Let's say let's say I was really hardworking freshman year and I couldn't get out of my system and then junior year I'm like all right let's turn it up and start being social. Right. I mean yeah. So it's like I can't I can't say what would have happened if I did something differently. So that, that's. But I'm glad I did get out of my system kind of in the first two years and then be like okay. I mean yeah true true, and when I think about sacrifices I think my my dad actually helped me a lot like my dad is like my hero, mm-hmm. like he taught me the pretty he pretty much like raised me to like the way I am now like the way I think, the way I act, the way I perceive things. And he said, and, I, and like, obviously I hope like people like can vibe with it too, right? Like sacrifice is inevitable. You just have to make the right choices at the right time on when to sacrifice, right? Like I've, I've seen like myself reap the benefits of like certain sacrifices. I think fresh out of COVID during COVID too and fresh out, I was so, so miserable with my body and where it was at. Like I wasn't in the best shape. Like, I mentally wasn't exactly healthy. And, you know, like, but, like, you know, why was I in this state? It's because I didn't really, you know, I wasn't eating right. I was kind of messing around a lot. Whatever, whatever. I wasn't doing enough physical things. But it's, like, once, and I kind of, like, realized, like, oh, like, shit, like, it's falling apart. I need to get it back together. It's, like, that's when I started realizing, okay, it's time to start sacrificing. Which I also think is pretty big, right? You need to you need to have that self realization, on like, oh, it's time to give this up and handle it, right? Because if you never, never come to that point, then, like, you don't need to sacrifice anything, right? It's like, that's the main thing. It's hard to explain to people who haven't had these big yeah. moments of self realization. I know, something big for me too was the self realization that I was like unhealthily skinny. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> like, that was so at the bad. End of freshman freshman year. year, yeah. Uh, I was I had bad diet because my diet consisted of alcohol and weed <laughs> and like one meal a day yeah. and then eventually I just got started wasting away and then I was like okay like I need to get serious and I started sacrificing a bunch of shit right that was not good for my body and I tried to pull it back together because I realized that the slope I was going down you know if I just yeah. let it keep going like it was going to be bad for me it was already pretty bad <laughs> Like but, I was yeah. about to die. <laughs> I was literally about to die. If I did that for like six more months, I would have just ended up dying or something like but, that. Yeah, I think the earlier you realize like the importance of like, well, the, you know, the importance of the realization and then the ability to sacrifice properly, you become like a lot more like mentally stronger and just more of an efficient person in general, just because you're more ready to adapt and you're more willing to give. I feel like some of the strongest people I know, when they have a goal, they'll really give it all up. Like they'll give everything up if it means accomplishing their dream. And I think you and me are on that path. But I wouldn't I wouldn't go so far to say to the extreme we're at like like I'm willing to drop everything I know and have to pursue my dream and goal. We're getting there, I think, which, you know, up to debate, good or bad. Yeah. But it's like I do I do want to be in that kind of place where I can be like, Oh, I'm ready to give it all up. And I know a lot of people might think that's like absurd. Like, why would you give up, you know, like comfort, right? That's a huge thing. Why would I give up 
family, friends, fun, and like, you know, hard pursue these dreams of mine. But it's like, to me, I just, I value certain things above other things. For me, it's, it's like in this order, you know, family slash friends, I consider family, my dreams, and then everything else, right? Like obviously family always comes first, but I'm willing, I, I, I'm someone I think that can willingly just give it all up if there's truly something I care about. And I, I think recently I have been doing that. You just got to find that thing that's yeah. important to you. I was thinking about the parental sacrifice too. And that shit is really different too. Cause mm-hmm. I was thinking about my mom as well. Cause, uh, yeah, you didn't really talk about much about your mom. You want to kind of go. I mean, I'm there? just, I was just, it's not that much, but like, cause like my parents divorced when I was three. So then she had to raise me on her own mm-hmm. and she had to work in like the library and shit for basically minimum wage and try to keep like a house yeah so it was like we i kind of grew up pretty poor and i don't even realize it until i look back and be like oh these little indications that are like we're struggling with money here mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like now that i'm older i'm looking back on it and like oh it's starting to make sense but aren't but you thankful your mom made the whole sacrifice? i'm that i'm thankful that she made that sacrifice and i don't know if i would even be strong enough right now the way i am to mm-hmm. make something like that because obviously for her like the solution is just so simple is to just move back to china mm-hmm and raise me there but instead she was like nah i'm just gonna lock in and and bless up here and keep this house and raise my son here and i'm i'm really grateful for some like that she was able to do that you know i think another personal thing that i've experienced is my dad starting a business so my dad owns like a vfx company and like i've seen some really cool stuff that they do and it's like really impressive but anyways it's like when he started that business like i never knew like he started when I was 13. So like I never really knew how much he was putting in, how much money and time. Like beyond my comprehension, like I would go to bed, I'd wake up and you know, my dad was back to work, you know, whatever. Like I guess that happens, but I didn't realize that he was staying up countless nights. My dad was like 40. Like he was staying up countless nights, spending countless hours cold calling, talking to a bunch of people. He gave up everything like you know he like he gave up a little bit of his mental health his physical health and he created something he's like truly proud of and truly happy with and you know like it still stands today and it's doing pretty well and like obviously you know my dad is slowly realizing like okay like i need to calm down like now i shouldn't be sacrificing as much time and effort because like i have a family and it's time to slow down a little because you know that makes sense but i think i, I like I, for me at least everything like i've learned about life especially sacrifices in general comes back to my dad and the importance of it and you really really need to understand like when it's time to do that because it's like a scary thought to think you never need to sacrifice anything because that probably means you don't really want it badly enough to me i see i see what you're saying i mean like that's pretty much all i have to say yeah, I anything? agree. I don't have much to say on this topic that I haven't said already. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's it. Thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Truly, truly thank you. I hope you guys find the shit that's important to you and, you know. And you're willing to sacrifice for it. All right, yeah. With that being said, I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. The grind don't stop, and we will see you all next week. Peace.